Hello, everybody. Guess who's drinking a coffee at 6 p.m.? And guess who is not going to fall asleep tonight? It's me. You guessed it. It's me. Why am I doing that, you may ask? The answer is that I'm very jet lagged. I'm very, very jet lagged. I'm in Paris right now. I'm obviously going through some shit. Not in a bad way, just going through some shit because I refuse to go back to LA. Like I keep extending my trips that I'm on. I refuse to go back to LA. Like I was in New York. Now I'm in Paris. I'm going back to New York after I am done with Paris because I just don't want to go back to LA. Um, For those of you who are concerned about my cats, I have a cat sitter. They're fine. I miss them a lot, but I'm also going through a phase. So they just need to, (laughs) they just need to let mommy go through her phase, you know, and then mommy will come home. She will be fresh and new. She will be ready to be the best cat mom ever. It's just right now, mommy is going a little bit rogue, you know, listen, even the best parents have like little weak moments here and there. And that's just what I'm dealing with right now. Like I'm having a weak moment as a cat parent right now. Uh, But I don't even think that they care, to be honest. I think that the second I get home, they will not even notice that I was gone. And that's the truth of the matter. So with all that being said, let's talk about today's topic, which is going to sound really simple, but I promise we're going to dig into it. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs wants a serious connection. We know, you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This week's topic is quality over quantity in life. It's a very broad topic, but it's a reoccurring theme in my life recently. It's something that, okay, there's so many fucking motorcycles outside. I swear to God, you guys are just going to have to deal with it. If you guys are listening to this and you hear the motorcycles and it's frustrating you, I ask you to imagine that I'm recording this at a motocross race or something. Like try to make the, like let your imagination run wild here. Like have fun with it. I encourage you to close your eyes and imagine me recording this in the middle of a racetrack. 
and motorcycles are racing around me in circles as I'm recording this. I hope that that at least makes this a little bit more fun and a little bit less annoying. And there is a chance that you can't hear it at all, in which case let's just drop the whole thing. Moving forward. Recently, a lot of the realizations that I've been having and a lot of the reoccurring themes in my life have related to the phrase quality over quantity. And obviously, you know, the phrase itself kind of speaks for itself. Quality over quantity. What does that mean? One good thing is worth more than 10 mediocre things. It's pretty simple to understand. But it's actually much deeper than that. And that's something that I've been realizing recently. Here's where the phrase like kind of gets a little deeper for me. What I didn't realize is that there's also a negative side sometimes to having a lot of quantity in your life, right? By that I mean having a lot of stuff, having too many friends, having too many projects that you're working on at once, having too many material items in your home, not even necessarily material items, but just items in general, having too many items in your home, having too many things on your schedule, having too many shoes in your closet. Like not only is quality better than quantity, but also in general, quantity can be kind of a negative thing. And I'm going to dig into it and we're going to talk about it, but I just never thought of it that way. Prior to recently, I always thought that quantity in life is fine if there's no quality option. For example, if you don't have one best friend, but you have 10 friends that are like, all right, then you're doing pretty good because you don't have an option for quality. And even if your friends that you have, you know, are like mediocre, maybe sometimes they're petty, maybe sometimes there's drama, you know, because it's the only option, it's fine. Like it's, it's not harmful. You know what I mean? Because you don't have an option for quality. Whereas if you had to choose between 10 mediocre friends and one really good quality friend and you have a choice there, Obviously, you know, you're going to choose the quality friend. But what I'm starting to realize is, is that in life, let's say there's no quality option at the moment, but there is a quantity option. Sometimes it's better to have nothing at all and to wait for the quality option to come your way in life instead of just choosing quantity because it's available. Now I know that I'm kind of speaking metaphorically here and it's very messy. So instead of doing that any longer, I want to get into specific examples in life where this applies and just kind of have a discussion about it with you. Honestly, not only, you know, because I want to talk about it, but also because it's something I'm really thinking about in my life and like something I've been pondering in general so naturally, I think it's important to start with friends. Let's start with friends because I think that this is the most obvious example. I already kind of discussed it, you know? One best friend is so much better than 10 mediocre friends. Period, end of story. But 
What happens when you don't have a best friend? You're left with two options. Be alone or have a bunch of half-ass kind of shitty friends. I really truly think that choosing to be alone and choosing to not settle for quantity in that scenario is a lot healthier and makes a lot more sense. Because in order to make room to find a quality friend, you need to have time and energy to find that person. And if you have all these half-ass, shitty friends, you're not gonna have the energy and you're not gonna have the free time to go and find that quality friend. In that scenario, I really think that you're better off by yourself and you're better off waiting out for that one good friend or that group of three that's really great. You know what I mean? Like that small group of people that you really click with. Moral of the story is sometimes you have to sacrifice what's comfortable, which would be to have, you know, a lot of friends and to be constantly surrounded by people in order to find truly uplifting people, people who truly make you a better version of you. You know, in order to find those people, you might have to ditch the quantity. You might have to ditch all of those shitty half-assed friends that you just hang out with so that you don't have to be by yourself and that you just hang out with so that, you know, you don't feel like a loner, which I totally understand, but you might have to ditch that in order to find the quality, you know? Sometimes you have to choose one or the other. Sometimes you can't have quality and quantity at the same time. Usually you can't. The universe doesn't usually let you have your cake and eat it too, unfortunately. The thing is, is that this also applies to projects that you're working on or creative stuff that you're working on or classes that you decide to take at school, right? I'll use school as an example. You're better off taking one really difficult class that you're interested in than taking all honors classes. And the reason for that is, is that you can put so much more energy into that one class if that's the only hard class that you have to focus on. If you have to focus on five AP classes or five honors classes, there's only so much energy that you can give to each individual class. And by the end of the year, you're gonna end up not learning as much because you spread yourself far too thin and you're gonna end up upset and stressed out and you're not gonna feel like you gained as much. Whereas if you take one really hard class about a subject that you really care about, maybe it's a subject that will help you with your college major or something, right? You can put five times more energy towards that one class now because the rest of your classes are not as advanced. They're maybe like the normal curriculum, right? So you can really focus on your one hard class and you can give it your all. You're gonna gain more from that. And listen, this example doesn't apply to everybody. Some people are fucking geniuses and they want to take all honors classes because that's what keeps them inspired. Listen, all power to you. But in general, I would say that that applies, you know? Same thing with like a creative project. Instead of trying to 
work on 10 different creative projects at once, go one at a time and put your all into it. Because that one thing that you do is going to turn out so much better and so much more developed because you dedicated your all to that one thing instead of spreading yourself thin and working on five different things at once, 10 different things at once. When it comes to things like school and creative projects and stuff like that, it can be really tempting to put a lot on your plate and try to overachieve. You're like, I want to make, you know, 500 really, really good drawings or like I want to, you know, read 500 books by the end of the year or I want to take five honors classes or I want to take five AP classes this year, whatever it may be. It can be be really easy to like convince yourself that that will make you feel accomplished, that will make you feel better about yourself, et cetera, et cetera. When I think it's really important to step back for a second and remember sometimes that in a lot of scenarios, there's more to be gained from lightening your load a a little bit, you know what I mean? And really focusing on each individual task that you're doing, take it one at a time and really put your all into it because at the end of the day, quality over quantity, you know what I'm saying? One really good grade in a really hard class is worth more and will make you feel better than five mediocre grades in all honors classes. One really, really heartfelt art piece is worth way more than 10 art pieces that you didn't really put your soul into. I hope that what I'm trying to put put across is, is putting across. I hope that it's coming across. I hope that this is making sense. Listen, I need to give some context. I've gotten like eight hours of sleep in the past you know, four days. Am I losing it a little bit? It's possible. I'm drinking coffee at 6 p.m. Like, I don't know. I don't know if things are good right now. I don't know if things are solid right now. Things are kind of all over the place. Regardless, though, I really do believe in what I'm saying. So I did whatever. You know what? Humor me. This philosophy also heavily applies to time spent with people and social interaction in general. As we know, and as I've discussed many times, I do spend a lot of time alone. And a lot of people wonder why I do that. And if that's a personal choice, or if it's because I don't have anyone I want to hang out with, or if it's because nobody wants to hang out with me, you know, naturally I get a lot of questions, you know, about why I spend so much time alone. And it's because... I've come to the realization that it's quality over quantity when it comes to spending time with people because I used to spend time with so many people all the time. I wasn't really careful or thoughtful about who I would spend my time with. Like if someone asked me to hang out, even if we didn't really get along that well or I didn't really feel that good when I hung out with them, I would hang out with them anyway because I was like, well, you know, it's good for me. It's good for me to hang out with people like this is it's good. Right. But I would end up leaving those situations feeling like shit, right? Feeling drained, feeling like shit, not feeling lifted up, uh, and also not feeling productive in my life because 
let's say I went to lunch with somebody that I just don't really get along with that well or that I just don't really like that much. I just don't like their energy or their philosophy on life, etc. You know, I would go home and feel frustrated because I'd be like, well, I just wasted, you know, four hours hanging out with somebody that has a negative effect on me when I could have been, you know, working on other things that actually make me feel good. Or I could have used that time nurturing friendships and relationships in my life that actually do uplift me, right? So with that being said, I simply stopped hanging out with people that just don't make me feel good. And instead, I spend time by myself working on things and doing things that emotionally fulfill me, whether that's recording podcasts, making YouTube videos, maybe shopping online, maybe cooking, maybe rubbing my cat's tummies, maybe that's exercising, you know, like the list goes on. There's so many things that I could do instead of hanging out with somebody that doesn't really fill my cup, metaphorically, you know? And it's awkward sometimes because, you know, I don't really pursue hanging out with many people at this point in my life. And that doesn't bother me. It's uncomfortable because, you know, it's like I'm not being a yes man. So sometimes I have to make excuses and stuff in order to not hang out with people. You know, I mean, it's uncomfortable in that way. But at the end of the day, though, I'm happier this way because it leaves me more time to work on shit that makes me feel good by myself. And then it also leaves me time to really, truly nurture the really meaningful relationships that I do have in my life because I do have a solid handful of those. And I'm able to really give my all to those handful of people. And I think that I have stronger relationships because of it, you know, whereas if I was spreading myself really thin and I was hanging out with different people all the time that, you know, some being good and some not really making me feel good, where would I have time to take care of myself and where would I have time to take care of the people in my life that are my number one priority? There'd be no time left. And that's why... I've gone through phases in my life where I've had close to no meaningful relationships in my life, yet I was surrounded by people because I was, I was hanging out with so many people, but none of them were really fulfilling me. None of those relationships were fulfilling. They were just kind of empty and they were kind of a waste of time, but I participated in them because I was like, well, this is better than nothing. And also I feel weird about, you know, canceling plans. I feel weird about not hanging out with somebody if they ask, like I feel weird about it, but I just had to get over it at a certain point because I was like, listen, I can't do this anymore. And it's making me unhappy and it's sabotaging my relationships with the people in my life that are most important. And it's made me so much happier to eliminate all people in my life that just don't make me feel good. Now, listen, if I'm, you know, doing something like where I'm, you know, out and about and I see them somewhere, there's no drama, there's no bad energy. Like, 
all is good. I don't have any like problems with anybody. It's just that I don't want to use my energy on them. And, and a lot of times it's not even personal. And sometimes they're not even necessarily bad people or even negative people. It might just be that, you know, my energy doesn't match up with them at that given moment. You know, I just don't have anything to relate with them about. And hanging out with them doesn't fulfill me for whatever reason. It doesn't even necessarily need to mean that there's anything wrong with them or that we couldn't be friends and hang out and form a meaningful relationship down the line. It's just, I get a gut feeling where I'm like, this is just not really uh, fulfilling use of my time. And it doesn't need to be a toxic thing. It doesn't need to be a negative thing. You know, it doesn't need to be dramatic. It doesn't need to be anything of the sort. It's just all about not spreading yourself too thin so that you can focus on what's really, really important and what is really, truly quality in your life. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it, well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now, this also applies to, you know, things that are a little bit less deep. A good example would be this even applies to clothes. Like I used to buy a lot of clothes and you know, I would spend not a lot of money to buy clothes, but I would buy a lot of clothes because I've just always been somebody that loves shopping. And listen, trust me, that's very, it's a flawed character trait of mine, but I'm just being honest here. I thought that having a bunch of clothes would make my style better and would make my life easier when it came to getting dressed in the morning. I thought that having all these clothes would enhance my life in some way, right? It did not. It actually did the opposite. It made me feel extremely overwhelmed and anxious when I went into my closet to pick out an outfit. It made me feel wasteful and guilty. 
it caused me to like not even enjoy going into my closet to pick out clothes because it was so overwhelming that I was like I don't even know where to start I don't know what the fuck like what the fuck I'm you know like there's so I don't know where to start I don't know where anything is like it completely backfired on me you know I I was like I'm gonna build this crazy clothing collection in my closet you know I make my own money now this is what I'm doing and it left me feeling stressed out anxious and it just made me want to wear sweatpants every day because I was like, I don't even want to figure out how I'm going to find a cohesive outfit in this closet right now. My new philosophy is saying, fuck all that. Have a few pairs of pants that you can go to that are good quality, reliable. Have a few tops that are the same way, a few jackets, a good pair of shoes, and you're set. Keep it minimal in life. Now listen, obviously for some, if you're like really into having this massive clothing collection and it's what makes you happy, I'm not here to shit on anybody. You know what I'm saying? But in general, less can be more when it comes to clothing and it comes to fashion and it comes to material things in general, like things that you own. Having excess, owning excess things that you don't really need causes anxiety at least for me I don't know if this is a universal thing or if it's just with me or just a select group of us human beings on this planet I hate having an excess of things and when I was younger that's all I wanted I was obsessed with shopping I was obsessed with having things right and then I started making my own money and I did that you know I was like I'm just gonna I'm gonna you know go shopping all the time I'm gonna get all these clothes whatever it ended up making me really unhappy and really anxious I felt cluttered I felt like I couldn't find anything you know I I couldn't ever wear things to their fullest potential because I had so many other random shit in my closet I was like you know I'd buy a really cool piece and then I it would just drown in my other clothes and it wouldn't get as much wear as it maybe deserved. And now I'm saying, fuck all of that. I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I have a pair of black boots that I wear all the fucking time. And they're a little bit nicer, you know. But I wear them like every single day. And it's the same thing with jeans. Like, I have a handful of really good quality jeans that fit me really well that never fail me and I wear those all the time and I don't need any other pants you know what I'm saying because I have my go-to pieces that I can rely on that look good with anything that never fail me and I'd rather just have a closet filled with things like that instead of having a bunch of pieces in my closet that are random and from all over the place, I'd rather just have a closet filled with a handful of pieces that are truly quality in the sense of the material, but also how they make you feel and how comfortable you are in them and whether or not you can rely on them. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I can rely on this one pair of jeans that I wear probably three times a week. You know what I mean? I can rely on those. They always look good. I'm always comfortable in them. I, I can rely on those. Same thing with those black boots. They're comfortable. They never give me blisters. I can rely on them. They're great. 
my goal in life is to have a closet just filled with pieces like that and just a handful of them. The moral of the story is, is that I think that excess is something that we crave in life a lot. A lot of us want a lot of friends, a lot of clothes, a lot of parties to attend, et cetera, et cetera. And from the outside, you know, that looks great. But the truth is, is that excess in life can get in the way of you having quality experiences, can distract from what's really important, can make you miserable, can make you feel overwhelmed, can make you feel anxious, can make you feel like you're not prioritizing yourself enough. And I think that the more that we can remove excess from our life, the better. Okay, Um, I think that I've talked out of my ass for long enough. So let's get into questions. I asked you guys on the Twitter at AG Podcast to ask me questions about quality over quantity. And you guys asked some really good questions. So let's get into it. Somebody said, how do you ensure that time that you spend with the people in your life is quality? This is a really good question because I think that a lot of times when when we hang out with people, right, we're not thinking about the quality of our hangout. You know what I'm saying? We're just hanging out. And I think that there's certain moments when that's fine, but I think that it's something to keep in the back of your mind that spending time with other people should ideally be quality time. By this, I mean, you know, when you schedule time to hang out with somebody, try to really clear your schedule so that you can be fully focused on whoever you're going to be hanging out with and fully dedicate your time to the person that you're hanging out with. Because I think so often we kind of double book ourselves a little bit and we'll decide to hang out with somebody, but you know, maybe we need to be reading emails or doing homework or maybe we're talking to somebody else on text or something. And when we go to hang out with somebody, we don't give them our full attention. And obviously it's unrealistic to give your full attention to people 100% of the time. But I think that the goal should always be to be 100% present when you hang out with people and to really, you know, find the time to do that. For example, I don't hang out with people that often, but when I do, I strictly spend quality time with them. A good example would be with my parents, right? I don't hang out with my parents very often, but when I do, I make sure I'm fully present for those moments. And even with my friends, I don't hang out with friends a lot, right? But when I do, I put my phone down, I flip it over on the table, and I'm fully present because I don't hang out with people a lot. So when I do, I make sure it's really meaningful for me and for them. And then when I'm by myself, that's when I can do the other stuff. I can go on my email. I can go on Instagram. I can text other people, blah, 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 blah. I'd rather hang out with people less often, but have it be really quality than hang out with people all the time, but it be half-ass. Obviously, sometimes, you know, you're going to be at lunch with your friend and you're going to want to check Instagram or something like it, it happens, but it's just like something to keep in mind. 
Somebody said, this is interesting in terms of social media. Do you think it's better to post a lot on social media or instead post a few times, but have it be quality content? You know, I think with social media, it's all up to personal preference and how social media affects you personally. If posting all the time is fun and exciting for you and creative and it's exciting and it doesn't have a negative effect on your brain, then like go for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you're constantly posting every single little thing that you do on social media and, you know, never living in the moment, then I think, you know, it's time to take a step back and be a little bit more thoughtful, you know, and just post the quality stuff, the stuff that, you know, you think is the most exciting and the most interesting. You don't need to be posting every little thing, you know, choose the best of the best, post those things and then put your phone down. You know what I'm saying? I think that this is most relevant if posting often on social media is getting in the way of you being present. Then you need to reframe the way that you're thinking and, you know, just post a few things that are cool and then move on and check back into reality, you know? Somebody said, why do you think that it's so difficult to find quality friends? Finding quality friends is really difficult because there's so many variables. For one, you know, you just have to click with somebody, right? In order to have a quality friendship, you just have to click. And clicking with another human being is something that is not explainable by science. You just, you either click or you don't, right? And so that's kind of not up to us. We don't get to decide if we click with somebody. And that's the hardest part about it, I would say, just in general. But on top of that, I think that in order to have quality friendships, you know, you need to have a decent understanding of yourself and what you need in a friendship. And that takes a lot of time to figure out. And that's not to say that you need to be the absolute best version of yourself at all times in order to have friends. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you need to have a basic understanding as to what you're looking for in a friendship in order to seek that out. It takes time and it takes life experience to truly figure out what you need in a friend, especially like a lifelong friend. And your needs may change over time too. And it's just very complicated. Within a friendship, you and the other person are both rapidly changing and evolving every day. And so it's hard to always be on the same page. And there's going to be moments when you're not on the same page. And those moments might be difficult. But a quality friendship will work through it and work around it in a positive and educational way. You know, you both will learn something from it. Quality friendships are also difficult because they take nurturing. You have to nurture all relationships in life that are quality, whether it's with a significant other or it's with a really close friend. You know, you have to check up on people. You have to be understanding. You have to be forgiving. You have to have an open mind. You have to put yourself in their shoes sometimes. And there are moments when we don't have energy to do that. And in moments like that, you know, it's, it's hard to keep a friendship going. It's almost like in order to have a quality friendship, both people 
in the friendship need to be willing to, you know, dedicate time, love and energy into the friendship. And not only that, but both people need to be willing to put the same amount of love, effort and energy into it. And it's just hard to align in that way because people are always on different pages. People are always at different stages in their life. And it's rare and special to find people that are on the same page. But it's possible. It just takes patience. And sometimes it means, you know, going a little bit without friends in order to find quality friends. It sometimes comes with some loneliness, you know, while you're waiting to find those people. But it's worth it. It's just tough sometimes, you know. Usually things that are of quality come with a sacrifice, right? You have to sacrifice something. When it comes to having quality friendships, you may have to sacrifice having a bunch of friends that are not great. You know what I mean? You might have to ditch those people to work on yourself and to start searching for the people that will fulfill you. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. Okay, somebody said, for jewelry, you said in an episode that it's better to have good quality ones instead of many. Which other products do you think that this relates to? Yes, I mean, when it comes to jewelry for me, I'm somebody who wears jewelry every single day. So I like to have a few really nice pieces that I can wear in the shower, wear in the ocean, you know, whatever, that won't get rusty and stuff like that, that I just never take off. And I stick to that instead of buying, you know, more costume style jewelry for cheaper prices um, more frequently. You know, I like to have the staple pieces that I can just wear every single day and never think about it. I think other things that this relates to are shoes because a really, you know, good quality pair of shoes will last you years, you know. I've been wearing the same Doc Martens for like four years. They have not worn out a bit. If anything, they're just better now. They're they're not even remotely like worn out. They are literally just getting better with time. So I think shoes um, are, are definitely one of those things. I would also say that having one really good pair of jeans, and they don't even need to be expensive, you know? 
Uh, you can thrift a pair of jeans that are great quality. You can thrift a pair of boots that are great quality. It's not about how much you bought it for or where you bought it from. It's about just the quality of the product in general, you know, and you can get great stuff at thrift stores, great jewelry, great boots, shoes, jeans, all of that. You know, I'm not saying you need to go out and buy like some crazy expensive thing. You can totally get this stuff from thrift stores. You do not need to drop crazy money on it. It's more about the quality of the product rather than how much you spent on it because you can get really great quality stuff from the thrift store. But I also think that having one pair of really great blue jeans is really important like a timeless pair of blue jeans that you can wear with everything that fit really nicely that are comfortable you know you might even want to go in and get them tailored to make them perfect that's you know a slight investment I guess because you know you're investing into this pair of jeans but it's worth it because a really good pair of jeans will last you for years same thing with boots and you know nice pairs of shoes that are durable, you know, they'll last you for years if you get a really good pair. Um, and I think that those are closet staples that, you know, are good to invest in. Somebody said, do you think that it's worth it to buy designer clothes? Like, I know the quality is amazing, but sometimes things are too overpriced and not everyone can afford them. So is it better to find something cheaper that's decent in quality or something that's really expensive but exceptional quality? Well, I think with the example of designer, I think that designer is kind of extreme, right? I don't think that that's necessary. I think that you can get really, really nice pieces that will last you forever that are not designer, that are definitely cheaper just because they don't have maybe the element of design that like designer pieces have, but they still have great quality. I think that when it comes to buying quality over quantity quality doesn't necessarily mean the most expensive item on the shelf you know it's subjective it's just something that is of good quality it doesn't need to be super expensive and it's also something that can be used frequently so that you don't need to have a lot of that one thing you know a good example would be a really nice bag right you could get a really great quality bag from just about anywhere. You know what I mean? You could go to a gift shop and find a really cute bag that like, you know, you could use every day, like a really nice tote bag that you could use every day. And it might not be the most expensive bag on the planet, but if it's quality enough and you like it and you, you know, feel like you could use it every day, then that's a quality piece that you can rely on so that you don't need to buy, you know, 15 other bags along with that one. You can just use that one. I think that quality doesn't necessarily need to mean something like designer. Not to say that, you know, designer items aren't amazing quality. They totally are. And a lot of them will last you a really long time. And that's great. And they should for, you know, how much they cost. But... I don't necessarily think that that's the route that you must take. Somebody said, is there a situation where quality over quantity does not apply? I thought about this for a really long time. 
And if I'm being honest, I think it might apply to just about everything in life. I, I don't think that there's one thing that it doesn't apply to. And if I'm wrong about that, you know, please tweet me, let me know, because I'm curious to hear, if, you know, if there's an objection to this, but I really do think that it applies to just about everything. Somebody said, talk about quality over quantity in relationships. There's that old saying that says, it's best to walk alone than with bad company. Do you agree with that? I do. I wholeheartedly agree with that. that that's a really perfect way to put what I said earlier. And I wish that I would have had that quote to use earlier when I was word vomiting out of my asshole, uh, trying to explain the thoughts that were inside of my head. That's exactly it. It's best to walk alone than with bad company. That is really, really so fucking true because bad company will just get in your way. There's nothing to be gained from bad company. And you can try to convince yourself otherwise. I've done it. I've tried to convince myself otherwise. But no. Somebody said, does quality over quantity matter when you're making friends at work? I feel like I just need to get along with everybody just to get by. Well, the thing is, like, when I'm talking about quality over quantity, I'm not talking about, you know, day-to-day acquaintances. You know, like, you should be nice to everybody to the best of your ability. End of story, period. Uh, You know, like... And you're going to have to be friends with people sometimes in life. And you're going to have to be kind to people in life that like maybe aren't the best, right? And that's because of circumstance. You know, it might be somebody at work. It might be somebody at school. But it's about what you do with your free time. Don't go and hang out with people from work that you don't really like after work. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about using your free time wisely. You know, when you're in school or you're at work, you know, it's not up to you. Those people you have to be around. So you might as well make that as pleasant as possible. But once the workday is over, then it's all in your hands. And if you, you know, meet someone at work or school that's really amazing and you want to be friends with them, fuck yes, rock on. But if not, like, don't just hang out with them to hang out with them. You know what I mean? You don't need to do that. Somebody said, how do I choose what hobbies to concentrate on? I honestly think when it comes to hobbies... You know, like there doesn't need to be rules, right? The whole point of hobbies is that they're supposed to be fun. So whatever hobby that you're working on at the moment that makes you feel the most excited and inspired is the hobby that you should work on at that moment. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to put boundaries on it because the second you put boundaries on something that's as lighthearted as hobbies is the second that it becomes not fun anymore. You know what I'm saying? So Take the pressure off of yourself to have some sort of structure with how you enjoy your hobbies and just enjoy your hobbies. You know, you don't need to micromanage yourself in that way. Somebody said, I think we are never really satisfied with quality over quantity, even though I know that it's better. Any tips or examples for remembering which ones to choose? For so many years, 19 years of my life, I was never fully satisfied with quality over quantity. I knew deep down that, you know, the statement was true, quality over quantity, but I wasn't abiding by that. I wasn't living by that, you know? I knew it to be true, but I was like, yeah, but also like, you know, I kind of want to have as many friends as possible and I want to 
have a lot of clothes and I want to, you know, be hanging out with people 24 seven and I want to take all of the honors classes at school and I want to give myself a hundred things to work on at once. You know, like I've, I've always been that type of person where I wanted abundance. I wanted excess. And the only way I was truly able to snap out of that was by letting it get to a point where living in excess like that in all areas of my life made me so unhappy that I needed to change. It made me unhappy and it also made me lose touch with myself, you know, like constantly hanging out with other people, constantly buying new things and like, you know, doing all this shit and like whatever. When you, abundance distracts you from your priorities and from your soul in a way. And I know that that's like deep and it's like, I'm a shut up. Like, why are we getting deep like that about this? But it's true. Like if you, you can really apply it to anything, having too many friends, like is too much of a distraction. Then, you know, you never have time to check in with yourself. Taking too many hard classes at school takes up all of your time. You have no time to have a social life or spend time by yourself or relax, you know? Having too many clothes in your closet forces you to neglect pieces in your closet that you love because you just don't even know where to start. Like, you know, there's so many things like that. Like, it's all very draining. Excess is very draining. And so I think that at a certain point in your development in life, you realize that you're like, oh, wait, this is not working for me anymore. And, you know, you kind of stop romanticizing the idea of excess because growing up, we all romanticize the idea of excess. We all want as much of everything as we can possibly get. But I think that as you get older and you start to have more access to more things because, you know, you might start making your own money, you might start you know, becoming more outgoing. So then you might start being more social and then you might start making more friends and trying to go to more social events and stuff like that. The older you get, the more opportunities you have for excess and abundance, right? And I think the more that you experience it, the more you realize that it's really not so great after all and that quality really is over quantity. And on that note, Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed hanging out with you. Honestly, I have a fuck ton of energy all of a sudden and that's a huge problem because I literally need to be going to bed right now. It's like 8 p.m. That is my bedtime. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Wish me luck. I really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. You guys are the fucking best. And if you enjoyed this, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I love reading them. I really appreciate it. You can follow Anything Goes on Twitter at AG Podcast. And you can follow Anything Goes on any platform that you stream podcasts. I love hanging out with you. I love literal, literally word vomiting um, to you every week. And I'm truly so grateful that you guys somehow come back <laughs> to see what I ramble about every week. I really appreciate it. 
Okay, guys, wish me luck going to bed tonight. I love you all. Bye.